I wanted to comment on a trend that I've been seeing, and I hate to say it, but it involves the crypto, sorry, not crypto, Bitcoin. The Bitcoin people becoming more and more and more um, totalitarian, authoritarian, political, whatever you want to call it, fascist. Um, and that's primarily because of things that I've witnessed and things that I'm seeing. And I'll start off with the most, uh, the most, um, the issue that I see the, that bothers me the most is the Bitcoin align, uh, mining industry aligning with the ESG green energy movement. So they're going away from energy freedom and they're going towards energy fascism. And there can be many reasons why this is happening. In my opinion, they're playing a very short-term game. They know that they have a huge PR problem, number one. And maybe they've decided we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. So they, they understand that um, to get Wall Street to buy Bitcoin, they're going to have to... Uh, uh, bow down to the ESG gods who tell them that they need to, to go renewable. Um, it's funny how the narrative actually has shifted away from Bitcoin waste energy to, well, Bitcoin's mined with green energy, so it's okay. Do they really think that the green energy movement is going to stop at there and say, oh yeah, you're good. You're just using renewables. All good. No, 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 no. They're eventually going to ban Bitcoin mining, period, because it's wasteful to them. You don't own Bitcoin. You don't care about Bitcoin. Um, and they're also going to blame them for all, all kinds of problems with grids that heavily rely on renewable sources of energy that are not stable. Um, grids that are very volatile and have massive price spikes. Bitcoiners will get the blame. So Bitcoiners, in my opinion, are going after this demand response um, program that's going to basically pay them to shut off their miners so they can sell electricity at higher prices whenever spikes, um, whenever price spikes. Um, so they're playing a short-term game because they really think long-term that people will not blame them for the blackouts, even if they're not the sole cause. They did contribute to it by pushing renewables. So the main point this is getting off topic. The main point is that they're not pro-freedom because if they were pro-freedom, they wouldn't be pursuing, advocating for a Pacific um, energy policy goal of net zero or let's just use renewables. Um, they would be for energy freedom. So, because uh, not everybody, if you read Alex Epstein, you'll know that going green should not be the ultimate goal. It should be human flourishing and considering pros and cons of every kind of energy source and not giving a massive tax subsidies to one industry just because certain people claim that they're better for the environment. So that's one instance of the Bitcoin community um, aligning with ESG. And I think they're doing it for many reasons, like I explained, but I think that they're playing a very short term game. In my opinion, the longer term game would be to advocate for energy freedom and say that and advocate for um, for cheap uh, energy, 
basically advocate for energy freedom. So that opens up the market. It, it, it allows producers to find the most, the cheapest um, source of electricity. It doesn't, it doesn't, we don't have government regulation banning them from doing so. Government regulation ultimately increases prices. Um, so the other problem I see is that with the whole El Salvador thing, a lot of them promote what happened in El Salvador as far as them passing the Bitcoin legal tender mandate coercion. Now, a lot of them will say, I don't like the coercion piece, but everything else is great. Well, what if they, instead of Bitcoin, what if it was Ethereum was the law of the land? I don't think they'd appreciate that very much. But it goes to show you that it's sort of their bags before their principles again here and that they don't mind coercive policies as long as it benefits them. And yeah, they're not celebrating the coercion, most of them, but a lot of them are trying to weasel their way out of it and say, well, it's not that bad. And you don't really, you, there's all these outs that you can do if you can't accept the technology, yada, yada, yada. That's a bunch of, that's a lame excuse in my opinion. If you're promoting it at all and you're not, in every single tweet or every single instance saying, I like Bitcoin, I like that it's spreading, but I really don't think it should have been forced on people. If you're not saying that pretty much qualifying it, almost every time that you talk about it, promote it, you're sort of just going along with it and saying, well, we have to accept the bad with the good. Well, if you were principled and you really thought Bitcoin was for freedom and, and you believed in choice, right? Choice of, of money. Um, then you, you wouldn't be promoting it like it's this big thing, but it's basically just a promotion is what it is, is what it comes down to. And it's actually, you know, I was watching this, this Coindesk show today and Naomi Brockwell, she actually was really good on the show. She said some great things and she said she agreed with Vitalik who called out the Bitcoin maxis for promoting, um, the coercion down there. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, and the Bitcoin maxis will say, well, you can be both. You can be both pro Bitcoin spreading, but not for the coercion part. In my opinion, you can't really be both. You have to, at least you have to qualify it every time. And you, in, but the endless parade, the endless promotion of it suggests to me that they just are conveniently ignoring that part. And by their silence, they're promoting it. Um, but anyways, Naomi was very good. She made some great points. And I, I appreciate her calling it out, people promoting it um, without question, or even with a little bit of hesitation, but not, but they still like it. They still like are celebrating uh, this guy is a god and worshiping the volcano mining that's going on down there. Um, so that's another uh, example of the Bitcoin people um, tending away from their principles. And then the other one, <laughs> this is funny, is... Um, um, Lop, um, guy on Twitter, he posted this thing tracking politicians, senators to see if they own Bitcoin. Really? You're going to now track who owns Bitcoin and who doesn't? That's sort of over the top. Are we doing that? Are we tracking to see who owns Apple stock? That's pretty totalitarian right there. I mean, in a way, it, it just shows that they're going political. They're also trying to get people elected that, that agree with Bitcoin. They want, they want the Fed to buy Bitcoin. 
They want countries to buy Bitcoin and put it on their balance sheet. They want pensions. They want government pensions to start buying Bitcoin. So they're trying to go political. And I've made the point before that we live in a fascist country and that that's natural for different tribes to compete for their own interests, but it's totally against Bitcoin principles. So as Bitcoin gets more powerful, they're doing exactly the same types of things that they didn't like their enemies doing, but because it's their tribe and it benefits their pocketbook, they're okay with it.